we just have together to have fun um, and talk with one another, get to see each other, maybe when we don't often get to see each other. Um, and we just ask that your presence would be made known to us today um, and that we would see the good story that you are writing and that you invite us into. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so um, when I was younger especially, this, is, this doesn't really happen as much anymore. I don't know why. Maybe it's because like, I'm more jaded from life. Um, but, but I would walk out of a movie theater. I'd see a, like a movie, and then I'd walk out of the movie theater, and I would be like, I wish that movie never ended. Like, I just wanted the movie to go on and on because I wanted to, like, be a part of the story. And I had, like, this feeling in me that's like, oh, I just wish I could just like, keep watching that movie. Like, you guys ever seen La La Land? Have you seen that movie before? I don't know what it is about that movie, but I walked out of the movie theater, and I was, like, almost crying because it was over. Like, I was, like, having, like, like detachment problems with it, all right? Something was going on. But also, uh, have you guys ever seen the movie Cheaper by the Dozen? Yes. Have you guys Cheaper by the Dozen, when I was younger, that was my movie, okay? I would go to my parents' bedroom, and they had a TV there, and I would, like, on weekends, and I would watch the movie, and then it would end, and the credits would roll, and then I'd restart it, and I'd watch it. And one time I watched it, like, four times in a row. It was, like, eight hours out of my day, just the Cheaper by the Dozen. I would, like, watch it over and over. But because I think I, think I wanted, I just kept rewatching because I loved the movie because I just wanted to be a part of the story. Because I was like, wow, that's, that story, that family is really cool. I just want to be a part of the family. So as much time as I spend watching this movie, I just feel like I'm there with them, you know, in this crazy place. And there's a dog, and he says, gun it to the car. You know? You know that scene? No? I know the Street Ride doesn't, too. Good movie, too. But I love that movie, and I really wanted, I longed, I longed to be part of the story. I was like, I just want to be in that movie, okay? I think we all, we all know this feeling. We all know this feeling of longing to be a part of something good. Okay, we all know this feeling. Maybe it's a movie. Maybe you connect with that. Like, oh, you leave, you, there's like a movie that you love, and you're like, I wish I could just watch that movie over and over. You went to a concert one time, and you're like, wow, that concert was awesome. I wish I could just go back to that concert. Um, or maybe it's something else. But I think we all know what it feels like to just long for something, especially things that are good. We know, we know what that feels like. So we're going to be in 1 Thessalonians, and we're reading, I think, uh, five verses or four verses today in chapter 2, verses 17 through 20. And Paul... He is talking about something that he longs for, okay? He, he longs to be with the people in Thessalonica. He longs to be with them. He just wants to be with them. He wants to be a part of their story because he's not with them right now. And he's writing to them. He's like, I just want to be with you. He just wants to be with them, all right? So as I read these, as I read these four verses, um, listen and be like, oh, I hear Paul longing to be with them, all right? So here's what, here's what it says. Verses 17, chapter 2, verses 17 through 20. Here's what it says. But since we were torn away from you, brothers, for a short time, in person, not in heart, we endeavored the more eagerly and with great desire to see you face to face. Look next, like you see all these faces next to you? Paul wanted to see these people face to face. All right. Good, Bentley. Because we wanted to come to you, I, Paul, again and again, but Satan hindered us. For what is our hope or joy or crown of boasting before our Lord Jesus at his coming? Is it not you? For you are our glory and joy. All right, simple thing. Paul misses these people, okay? He longs to be with them. He says, he says right in the beginning, we were torn away from you and we endeavored the more eagerly and with great desire to see you face to face, to be with you, like we're all together right now, right? Paul, Paul really misses these people. And actually at the beginning in verse 17, he says, but since we were torn apart, you know, like you guys ever seen something be torn, torn apart? Like a piece of paper or you have. What was that? 
Oh, Cash just tore apart something. Great example. Did you guys all see that? Good. But actually, but well, well, be good. But actually, what Paul is saying here, more than just being torn apart, Paul is actually saying uh, he's like he's being left as an orphan. Paul feels like he's an orphan because he doesn't have the Thessalonians in life because he's not with them face to face. So it's more than just being torn apart. Paul feels like he's like lost his family. He feels like he's an orphan, like he's like they're they're gone from him. And again, remember, do you guys remember last week? There was like we talked about Paul uses a lot of uh, language in this letter that is like family related. Like he talked about being a father, brothers, right? Talked about being a, a mother, right, with the, with the children. And now he's like, I'm an orphan. I've lost my family. I want to be with them, right? And so Paul really misses these people in Thessalonica. He feels like a parentless child, okay? And he wants to be re- reunited. He longs to be reunited with his family, with, the, with his beloved family, okay? But why does, why does Paul miss them so much? Why does Paul miss these people so much? Oh, yeah, for him? He wants to be part of what he had before. Yeah, I think in a sense, right, Paul visited them, and then he got torn away, and then he, he had to leave, and then he's trying to come back, but he can't come back, and Timothy's there. And he wants to go back, and he wants to enjoy being with his family. And I think the reason Paul misses, Paul misses these people so much is because they are full of life, okay? These people are full of life. And we see this because in verses 19 through 20, well, first, in verses 17 through 18, Paul's just talking about how he really wants to come and see them. He's been torn away. He's, he's feeling like an orphan. And now we, so now we, we can understand that he's like missing them, but he wants to be with them and he uses this language. For what is our hope? Remember, it's not just Paul writing this letter, but it's three people, okay? Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy. And so he's saying, so what is our hope or joy or crown of boasting before our Lord Jesus at, at his coming? Is it not you? For you, and he's talking to people in Thessalonica, in Thessalonica, for you are our glory and joy. Paul, Paul sees life here. He says that there's his hope, his joy, his crown, or victory. There's like power in these people. Something amazing, joyful, happy, victorious is going on with these people. And Paul sees that it's good, and he just wants to be with these people who he misses and, and who are up to something good. The story, kind of going back to stories, the story that is going on with the people in Thessalonica, what's going on there, is something good and vibrant and full of powerful life. They're living life to the fullest. And they are, and we know this because just verses before this, in the, in the little passage before this, we skipped a little passage, and Paul is saying, he, he's talking to Thessalonians, and he's saying, wow, when I came to visit you, you guys really came to know God. You really came to know God, and you knew that God was there with you. You followed God. You were obedient. And so these people in, Thessalonia, in Thessalonica, they are living life to the fullest with God. God is there with them in their presence. And Paul's like, I don't want to miss out on this. I want to be there. Something really good is happening there. All right? So Paul misses these people because something really good is happening there. He wants to be with them. He wants to be part of this good story. All right? And kind of going back to what we were talking before, Paul doesn't just long for good things. He doesn't just long to be part of good stories. I don't just long to be part of good stories. Like, I like Cheaper Brother Dozen. I wanted to live with the Baker family and Cheaper Brother Dozen. I don't just long. I know that all of us, we all probably, you all probably long and desire to be part of a good story. I know you probably all have dreams, right? Um, maybe some of you have dreams to be like a D1 athlete somewhere in college. You're like, oh, I want to play baseball, D1. Not to call anyone out here. Um, or maybe you want to be like a, a music producer or an artist or, or a famous influencer, maybe. Or maybe you just want to have a, a lot of money. Maybe your dreams are just to have a lot of money. 
What? DJ. Maybe you want to be a DJ, right? Maybe you want to be a youth pastor. Maybe you, you want to just go on ventures with friends and travel the world. Maybe you just want to travel the world and see everything. I think we all long to live a good story. We all long to be part of a good story. I have dreams. More, I have bigger dreams than just to be part of the Baker family, true by the dozen. I have dreams too. There, there's, there's good things. I long to be part of a good story. I want my life to have meaning and purpose and be full of vibrant life and joy and victory like these people in Thessalonica. I think we, we all long to live and be part of a good story. All of you do, I think, and me. And here's the thing, okay? I think that Paul, Paul and I have found something, okay? Is that a real, there's something that a real good story is based upon, okay? Um, all, the, all the dreams that we might have, all, this, all the uh, things that we might want to attain or accomplishments we want to accomplish in our life, they're probably good things. They're probably really good things. But I think there's something that needs to sit at the basis of them in order for something to be a really good story. Right, the people, the people in Thessalonica, Paul doesn't want to go visit them because they're rich and they have a lot of money or because they're powerful or because everything is going right in their lives or because they're great athletes in the Colosseum, maybe back then. Um, Paul, Paul doesn't want to go visit them because of those reasons, but Paul wants to go visit them because they are full of life, because they are joyful, because God is present with them. And I think that this shows us something, okay? This shows us something, that a good story is based around this thing, okay? It's based around people who are made in the image of God. And it's based around God, okay? A good story is based around people who are made in the image of God. So all of you, not just you, but the person next to you, um, and the person in your math class, the people next to you. And it's also based on God, okay? That, that's what a good story begins with, all right? The reason, right, like I said before, the reason Paul longs to be with these people isn't because they had all these accomplishments, because they're great athletes, because they had money, because they had power but simply because God's presence was manifested there. God, and, and also, it wasn't, and, and the way Paul knew that is because the people who were living there, the, the Thessalonians who were living there, they were made in the image of God, and God was clearly manifested in their lives. Like, Paul could look at the Thessalonians and say, wow, God's presence is really there. Something special is happening. It's joyful. It's victorious. They have joy even in the midst of, of suffering and hard times and things that are going wrong. They had a deeper sense of meaning and purpose. All right? And so when Paul sees the Thessalonians, he doesn't necessarily see richness and power. Is that a word, richness? And, and great athletes. But what Paul sees, he sees God's glory. Okay, God, Paul sees God's glory. He sees God's hope. He sees God's victory. He sees God's joy. And he sees the life of God, the life that God gives bursting out of the people in Thessalonica. In Thessalonica. And I think uh, something in my life, that has really impacted me is like I talked about, I had dreams before, right? Like I had dreams to be a D1 athlete. I want to play soccer. Yeah, sorry, I keep pointing to you, man. But I want to be, I wanted to be a D1 athlete. Uh, Judy too, right? I want to be a D1 athlete. Um, and now I have dreams, like I, I, I want to coach soccer. It's a cool dream to have. Maybe be a gamer, I want to be a pro streamer in Fortnite. Um, I want to have a family someday, have a lot of dogs, maybe 12 kids like she brought the dozen, and a dog named Gunner, maybe. Um, there, there's dreams that I have, but something that I've realized in my life is that when I, feel, when I feel the most purpose, when I feel like I'm living a good, when I feel like I'm actually living a good story, is not necessarily when I have all these things that I want, when I have money and I feel, feel accomplished, but it's when I'm living with people who are made in the image of God 
and they're, and they're showing me who God is every day. When I just simply get to live with people, no matter what's going on in my life, when I'm with people who are made in the image of God and they manifest or exemplify God to me and exemplify his hope and his joy and his victory or crown and glory to me, that is when I feel like the story is good. That is when I feel like I actually get to live this good story, this good story that I long for. So I think there's two things here. Paul is encouraging us and challenging us, okay? And then we're going to go into small groups, and we're going to talk about stories and your story and what kind of good story we want to live into and break that down, hopefully less metaphorically. Um, but Paul is encouraged. Yes. We'll see. Paul, okay, hold on. The two things. Paul is encouraging us and challenging us. He is encouraging you, okay, because you are invited, each and every one of you, is invited into a good story that God is writing, okay? It's a good story full of hope. So if you feel hopeless right now, if you feel sad or angry or, or, or all these things, if you feel like life is just sucked out of you right now, God is inviting you into a good story that is full of hope and joy in life. He's inviting you into that. God is writing a good story and is inviting you into this, the story that is full of hope and joy in life, okay? That's how he's encouraging you. That's how Paul is encouraging us. And he's also challenging us, okay? This is, this is the challenge, okay? Um, we, you and I, you and I, how many of you guys, ha- well, we're actually going to talk about this. We're going to talk about what your favorite movie is in small groups, okay? Think of your favorite movie right now. Start getting in your head. Do you wish that you could just be a part of that movie sometimes, like an, a character in that movie ever? No? You ever read a book that you're like, oh man, I wish I could be part of that. You ever see another person's life and you're like, wow, I wish I could be part of that person's life. I wish I could have that person's life. I know you do, all right? Here's the thing. Each and every one of you, each and every one of you have the opportunity, Paul is telling you, each and every one of you have the opportunity to be, to live out a good story, to image God, to reflect God to others, and to invite others into it. So it's not just that, that God invites you into a good story. But God is actually, once being invited in that story, God actually challenges us to live out a good story that others are invited to. A story that is full of hope and joy and life. Full life. And you guys get to live and invite others into that story. Okay, let's pray. God, thank you for this night. Thank you for the good story uh, that you wrote and are writing. with every one of us. You know us and you love us. You know our dreams and our hopes. Um, You know our deepest longings. Um, And and we can find comfort in that, just being known. We can find comfort in being known in the solidarity um, that you have with us, with each each and every one of us. We thank you for this, for your love for us. Um, And we just ask that you would help us to live into this story, um, find hope and joy relief in full life there, um, and then invite others into it. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.